Peace, family. Welcome back to the Campaign TV Show. I am your host, Brother King Cam, and I want to welcome all of y'all back. I know yesterday we did not have a show, so tonight I wanted to come on, you know, and do a special show for the family. Yesterday we had some new equipment come in, so we was uh, trying to get that together. Got a new computer. Actually, oh, he got a mouse right here. Got a new computer. I think it went to sleep now, but I've uh, been messing around with that, trying to get the, uh... oh, yeah, there it go right there. Trying to get the uh, keyboard and stuff uh, hooked up to it. So we was doing a lot yesterday. So I wanted to come on and do a show tonight. Uh, what we're going to be discussing tonight. Man, this is going to be a heavy. This is going to be a heavy show because uh, we're really going to be diving in to uh, a clip that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. That I posted on my Instagram that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan was breaking down for us what it looks like when we become disappointed and dissatisfied and how sometimes that jealousy and envy can turn into murder. And it, this ties right into why we have such a hard time uniting as a people family. So I want us to tap in with that. I'm going to pull up the clip of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, but first we're going to go ahead and drop some tunes for the family as you come in. I need all of my YouTube people. I need you to hit that like button. I need you to subscribe to the channel, and I need you to hit that bell so you can stay notified each and every time we drop a video. And then for all of the Facebook family, I need you to like, comment. I need you to share this out to as many people as possible so we can get as many people tuned in to the broadcast family. But we're going to go ahead and drop this record for you. Uh, this is Brother Ben X, 400 years, fam. Stop the... Oh, look. Stop the cap. <laughs> Stop the cap right now. Stop the cap. No bullshit. Hey, my keyboard, uh, my broadcast is not even even. It's not even set up even. Uh, all right, let me... Look. All right, now we're going to drop the record, okay? You don't tell the white man that you're willing to go back and cut no underbrush. Years we've been lacking reactive. Ain't no more lacking, we active. We standing up now, we up at it, we at you. Now I go get it and stack it. Waking up now, we don't need no more trapping. Cause we know these niggas acting. They talk about guns, we know that they capping. We know they got it all rapping. 400 years we've been lacking, reactive. Ain't no more lacking, we active. We standing up now, we up at it, we at you. Now I go get it and stack it. Waking up now, we don't need no more trapping. Cause we know these niggas acting. They talk about guns, we know that they capping. We know they got it all rapping. The youth don't need a stunt double. Introduce them to the real thing. Gotta tell them about the hidden hand. Real talk, that's the real pain. Introduce you to the white man. Think you made it, that's the real pain. Then I let you see a white snake and you can't see, they the same thing. Get your bread, yeah, build your business. Hidden hand in the same lane. Keep a slaves in a small cell. Tell a young nigga bang, bang. Shoot first, ask questions later. Two brothers in the same game. Fuck that like fuck crack. Big dog like a great dame. 400 years we've been lacking reactive. Animal lacking, we active. We standing up now, we up at it, we at you. Now I go get it and stack it. Waking up now, we don't need no more trapping. Cause we know these niggas acting. They talk about guns, we know that they capping. We know they got it all rapping. 400 years we've been lacking, reactive. Animal lacking, we active. We standing up now, we up at it, we at you. Yeah, make sure you share this out, family. Waking up now, we don't need no more trapping. Cause we know these niggas acting. They talk about guns, we know that they capping. 
We know they got it all right. Welcome to the campaign TV show. Living hell, break chains, gotta break free. Do for self like a lodger said. Fire him before he fire me. Eat good, he the man of God. Ain't falling for the vaccine. Up late, plan plotting freedom. Still building no caffeine. Better tune in to Farrakhan, cause this here is a marathon. Build now, getting real now. Witness the fall of Babylon. Black man, you the first man. Getting tricked by mankind. If we unite and rise up, we'll win every damn time. 400 years we've been lacking reactive. Animal lacking, we active. We standing up now, we up at it, we at you. Now I go get it and stack it. Waking up now, we don't need no more trapping. Cause we know these niggas acting. They talk about guns, we know that they capping. We know they got it all rapping. 400 years we've been lacking, reactive. Animal lacking, we active. We standing up now, we up at it, we at you. Now I go get it and stack it. Waking up now, we don't need no more trapping. Cause we know these niggas acting. They talk about guns, we know that they capping. We know they got it all rapping. Baby, for my pain, yeah. Pay me for my tears. Pay me reparations for Yeah, family, yeah, yeah, give it up for my brother Ben X, that is 400 years, y'all can go ahead and cop that, and put that in your library so you can have it for riding music, you can go to brotherbenxmusic.com and grab that, so tonight, we are going to be going over a clip of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, let me get that pulled up so we can get right into it, I know y'all want to hear the minister, and then we're going to tie it into some things that's going on in our community, and how we can be better about getting over these situations. And I think it was, uh, you know, I think it was necessary to, to kind of talk about what it is we're going to talk about tonight because I actually been watching this lecture and I felt like it was relevant to a lot of things happening today and it's a learning point for us. We're going to be un, we're going to be peeling back the layers of the Cain and Abel story in the Bible. Many of us have been taught that story and thought it was about two brothers, one brother killing the other brother, you know, et cetera. But we didn't really peel back the layers of it and how we can use it today. But, you know, it's a story that was given to us 2000, 2000 years ago, and we need to know now how can we use it in 2021. So that's what we're going to be talking about uh, today because the minister gives an excellent breakdown on it. And I think it's important that we should go ahead and uh, definitely follow up with that. So let me go ahead and pull that up real quick. And, uh, you know, while we waiting on that, I need everybody. Welcome to the Campaign TV Show. I am your host, Brother King Cam. I'm the host family. You know, got the book right here. If you have not uh, tapped in with the book, The Enemy is the Enemy, you want to go ahead and grab this. We've been getting major, major reviews on this. So if you want to go ahead and support your brother, you can get that from The Enemy is the enemy.com. If you follow me on Instagram, you can click the link in my bio. All right. And hit the comment section. Let me know what city that you're tapping in from. Let me know which city and state that you're coming in. Shout out to South Carolina that's in the building. South Carolina's heavy in the building. You understand? So I wanted to go ahead and give them a shout out, but hit the comment section. Let me know what city and state that you're tuning in from. This is an international show. We are in all 50 states across the United States of America and internationally. You know, we uh, have people that watch from London in the UK. We have people that watch from Africa. We have people that watch from all over the, uh, all over the world, family. So just let me know in the comment section where you are checking us out from. And as I go ahead and get this queued up, and I need you to 
like i need you to share to all of your friends and your network who could possibly gain something out of this tonight all right oh and we got the atl in the building we got atl in the building that's where i'm at you know what i mean so we got a shout out atlanta okay shout out louis uh louisiana winfield louisiana in the building what's going on peace peace family all right so let look let me go ahead and share the screen and y'all keep tapping in let me know where y'all checking in from definitely get the shout outs going all right so i need this right here click share audio philly what up philly i gotta get to philly so i can get a certified philly cheese steak sandwich i have never been to philly and i need to go so i can get a certified philly cheese steak sandwich you can't go through this life without actually going to philly and getting a real cheese steak that'll be a detriment <laughs> you know what i'm saying peace and blessings family all right so we got that so i'm gonna go ahead and cue the minister up i'm gonna go ahead and cue the minister up and then we're gonna get it popping from here let me move this right here all right bet all right hold on all right so i'm gonna just leave it like that all right family like i said make sure y'all liking and sharing here go to Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Let's go. They will kill you. Envy grew to hatred. Hatred grew to murder. So Cain decided, I'll murder my brother. The Quran said his hatred made it easy for him to murder his brother. Now, I don't think it's an accident that the word able has to do with the word ability, capable. And the more you think like Cain, the more you kill Abel. Now, Listen to me. Cain and Abel are not necessarily two brothers from the same womb. Cain and Abel are two possibilities in the same human mind. Mm. Mm. Hold on, brother minister. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, very, very key. You can't speed past that because I think that's very important. All right. I think that's very important. The minister said that Cain and Abel are not brothers, but there are two possibilities in the mind of human beings. Very, very important. And I want to read from the scripture, from the Bible, part of Cain and Abel, right? Because we learned about this you know, younger, being it's little children in Sunday school. We heard the story of Cain and Abel. Hit in the in the comment section, press one. Press one if you heard the story of Cain and Abel. In the comment section, let me know if you're listening. Let me know if you tapped in. Okay. Let me know if you tapped in. All right. Press one in the comment section if you heard the story of Cain and Abel. And as we were taught this story of Cain and Abel in Sunday school, we were taught that he was two brothers, and you had one brother 
that gave an offering that was pleased by God and the other one gave an offering who was not pleased by God. And then one of the brothers, which was Cain, decided to kill his brother Abel. But we did not really understand what undergirded that story as a principle for us in our lives today. Thank you, Sister Giselle. Uh, Giselle. Thank you, uh, Kanetta, Sister Kanetta. Thank you, Akira. Thank you, the Royals. I appreciate you. We got some people that's listening. All right. And Woods, thank you. I appreciate you. Press one. So we didn't really understand, though, what the principle were behind this story. So it gets into it in Genesis chapter 4, verses 3 through 8. Okay? So if you have your Bibles, family, pull your Bibles out or pull up the app on your phone. Genesis chapter 4, verses 3 through 8. This is where Cain and Abel really are going through that situation. Verse 3 reads, And in process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. So just to give some backstory, Cain had charge over the fields, right? He was a planter. He was growing and harvesting crops from the fields. Cain, I mean, Abel was over the livestock, over the sheep. So when Cain bought his offering, it was his offering from the field, which was fruit of the ground. And when Cain bought, uh, Abel bought his offering, it was from the sheep, okay, from the flock. And then it says that, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth and his countenance fell. So when they both bought their sacrifices or their offerings to the altar to present before the Lord, the Lord was pleased with Abel and he was not pleased with Cain. Okay. And then as it goes down, the Lord has a conversation with Cain asking, asking him why has his countenance had fallen. All right. Then as Cain being upset, disappointed, discouraged in his offering, not being accepted by the Lord is now jealous and envious of his own brother, Abel, not because Abel did anything to Cain, but because Cain, because Abel's offering was accepted by the Lord. Okay. Do you hear me? This happens often in our community, right? When we see somebody that we know, our brother, our sister, who has received or has their offering accepted from the Lord in the form of a blessing. Okay. So you'll see your brother or sister getting blessed with something. They may be being blessed financially. They may be being blessed in a relationship. They may be being blessed in many different ways that may not seem to be taking effect in your life. And now you have an issue with them, but it's not really an issue with them. You have an issue with the Lord or the God that's blessing them. Come on, talk to me. Talk to me. So the Cain and Abel story is not a story for 2,000 years ago, family, but this is a story that is suitable and, and fits the roles of the characters today in 2021. Now, listen to how the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan breaks this down, family. Listen to this. Remember now, Cain and Abel are not two brothers, but they are two possibilities 
in the mind. Let's go, brother minister. Out of your mind, you offer. Cain was willing to offer from the ground. Abel was willing to offer life. God accepted the offer of life and rejected horn from the ground. He wanted Cain to know something about what pleases him. It don't please God that you sacrifice corn on the altar or some material thing. What God is asking is, give me your life. Yes, sir. Mm. And if you give me your life in return, I will bless you. But if you try to give me offerings that is easy to give, corn. Hell, you didn't grow it. You plant the seed there, it grow. You take some corn and put it on an altar and give it to me. Well, that's nice. But that ain't about where it's at. Excuse my language. So Cain offered, I mean, Abel offered, I think it was a sheep or some living thing. And from that Genesis, it grows. Mm. Till you get to the New Testament where Jesus comes. And Jesus makes the perfect offering. He offers his life. Mm. That's what God wants. He don't want you holding back thinking that you can buy your way into heaven with a... Hold on, hold on, brother minister. Hold on, hold on. That's good teaching. That's good teaching right there. That's good teaching. Now, how many of us... How many, how many of us in the comments section think that because we go to our house of worship, whether it's going to church or going to the mosque or the synagogue and we come in there and we present money or because we've been blessed financially, we think that we could just give money and donate to these certain things. But in the background, we still live in a life of unrighteousness. The minister said that God was trying to show Cain what pleases him and what pleases him is not corn from the field or money out of your pocket. But what pleases him is when you submit your will to do his will, when you give your life to him, when you die and live for him is when you will be blessed. Now, how many of us are struggling with that today? Especially those of us that got a little paper. Some of us that got a little paper, talk to me, talk to me. You understand? If you got a little bread, you know what I'm saying? Like if you got a little bread, you think you can come through, you can bless the neighborhood with a couple of, with some free turkeys doing Thanksgiving, you can come to, through and you can give some toys to the homeless and you think you can wash your sins away. And those are beautiful things to do. Don't get me wrong. Those are beautiful things to do. Those are acts of kindness, but you have to look at yourself in the mirror, family. You have to say to yourself, I got to change how I'm living because God don't want my money. God don't want no cars or no fancy buildings. He wants to resurrect the people. That's what God wants to do. He wants to make new people so new people can create and make a new world. 
make a new society. But that's the only way that it's done is through the people. So Abel was pleased, was pleasing to God because he offered his life in the form of a sheep, obviously. But Cain, he said, I'm going to offer some corn. <laughs> he said, I'm going to offer, you know, a couple dollar bills. I'm going to come through. I'm going to spend some money, but I'm really not going to give all myself to the Lord because I, I got something going on. I'm not going to give all myself to the Lord, but then we get upset when the Lord is not pleased with us. Huh? We've been trained that monetary things carry the most weight, but we really, but what really carries weight is what we do for Allah. All praises due to Allah. That's absolutely right. Now listen to what the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said when he was talking to us out of this monumental book called message to the black man. And he was talking about that. We have to accept our own. And the, and the reason why we have such a difficult time being able to unite and come together and do something for ourselves is because we have what is inside of us, which is this little bit of jealousy and envy when it comes to our people. We don't want to see someone gaining on us or somebody getting ahead of us or somebody being blessed. That is really a test of God on you to see how you're going to react to God working in somebody else, working somebody else in their purpose and their gift. How do you react to that? How do you respond to that? Because your response to that dictates how high God is going to elevate you. But if your heart is not in the right place, if your mind and your heart is poisoned with jealousy and envy, the same way that Cain's heart was poisoned with jealousy and envy for Abel instead of seeing what God was telling him to do and then applying it to his life so that God can now elevate Cain to the same status that he elevated Abel, which would be the benefit for the kingdom. You got jealousy and envy in your heart and decide to kill your brother. This is what happened with Cain and Abel. And this is what happened with you and I today. Let me know if I'm making any sense. The gift is a distraction by the individual who's giving it if it's nothing to them to do it. It ain't nothing to do it. They looking for the wrong attention. It's real. So listen to what the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said. He said, listen, on page 50, black man, accept your own. It is an act of intelligence and love for us to accept your own. One will say, what is our own? Number one, our own people, our own earth, God and his religion, Islam, the religion of peace and our place in the sun. This divine call to us to accept our own makes sense. Everything of life will accept its own. It will accept its kind as its own. Why the so-called Negroes, members of the great Asiatic nation of the black tribe of Shabazz, refuses to accept his own is because of being made blind, deaf, and dumb to the knowledge of self and kind by the devils when they were babies under slavery. Today they cling to this same enemy of their fathers and the enemies of all black people upon the face of the earth because they cannot see any hope for a future for themselves in their own kind and self due to the lack of knowledge of self. And that has everything to do with the jealousy and envy because of the self hate we have for one another that the slave master had put into us, which allows for us to, to stay divided instead of coming together and united family. 
This is what I'm talking about. So listen to what the Honorable Miss Louis Farrakhan as he unveils and peels back more layers of this Cain and Abel story. Listen, if you're just coming in, welcome to the Campaign TV show. I'm your brother and your host, Brother King Cam. Shout out to everybody that's in the digital building right now. We got South Carolina. We got Philly in the building. We have Louisiana up in here. You know, so shout out to all of the family. We got Toronto, Canada. Can't forget the international family. I need you to like. I need you to share. I need you to subscribe. Hit the comment section. Make sure we engaged make sure that we got a lot of comments coming in so we can push this up so as many people can see this as possible family i appreciate you i certainly appreciate you so listen let me get the minister back up here come on brother minister keep teaching us keep teaching us a dollar or a thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars because the scripture says it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Okay, so listen, I got to stop the minister right there because a lot of us misunderstood that. We thought because the scripture said that it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God, we thought that meant that you ain't supposed to be rich. We thought that meant that we supposed to be poor, raggedy, out of doors. You understand me? Because... The scripture said that it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. That's not what the scripture meant. That didn't mean that you walk around here being poor all day because that's supposed to grant you uh, entry into the kingdom of heaven. That's not what that scripture means. That means that the money is not going to grant you entry into the kingdom of heaven. No, you have to seek ye first the kingdom of God. Talk to me. And then all these things shall be added unto you. So in the lessons, it says that the God promised us money, good homes. You understand me? Uh, luxury, friendships and all walk of life. We get all of those things that's promised to us. If we seek the kingdom of heaven first or the kingdom of God first, then he adds the money, the luxury, the good homes, the friendships and all walks of life. He adds that to us so that we can live abundantly because that's what Jesus acts. And that's what he said that we should be doing. We should be living abundantly, but we should not be living for the money. Hold on. Huh. Talk, talk to me. We, not, we should not be living for the money. Brother Minister Nuri said that money makes a beautiful slave, makes a good slave, but is a horrible master. So if money is your master, you are lost already. Money should not be your master. You should not go out here and get into business for money. You should get into business to solve the solutions of the people. And money is a byproduct of you solving the problems. Hit the comment section if that made sense. I said you should not go into business to try to make money. You should go into business to solve the problems of the people. And money is a byproduct of you solving problems. Come on now. Come on. But the problem is we don't see success because we're not following the principles that are given to us in the scripture. Scripture says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, not seek ye the bag. Huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it don't say seek ye the bag first. You know what I mean? It don't say seek ye the bag first. It says seek ye first the kingdom of God. That's what's the first, that's the first step. So if that if you're not work, walking in your purpose, if you're not understanding what your why is, what are you here to serve and what are you here to do and bring to the people? 
See, your gift has to elevate God's people, has to be an asset, has to be a value, has to be impactful on his people. That's your gift. That's what it's there for. It's not for you to hoard it for yourself. It's not there for you to gain some type of personal uh, wealth for you to become wealthy and not give back to your community, to your nation, to your neighborhood, not for you just to can only take care of your family. You know, I get tired of hearing, a, oh, I, uh, you know, I'm going to take care of me and mine. I'm going to do me. And then what? And then what? You secure the family. Okay, that's cool. But then what? What else are you going to do? Huh? What, 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 else are you, what else are you going to do after that? Like that, that's such a small mind frame that you have. That's such a small mindset that you have where you only want to secure enough money for yourself and for your family. And that's all you want to be able to do. No, your gift is to impact the world. Your gift is to impact thousands and millions of people. So why are you hoarding it? Why, how selfish are you to hoard your gift for only yourself and your family? You understand me? So, as we listen and, and look at this thing, as we walk in our gifts, we have to go through the process laid out for us in Scripture, which is going to guarantee our success. When we don't, we become frustrated. We become disappointed. We don't understand why God isn't moving us in the direction and the way that we want to go at the rate that we want to go. And then that jealousy and envy, when you see your brother or your sister that's walking in their purpose, seeking the kingdom of God first, then you become jealous, envious, which makes you become a murderer. Well, I ain't never killed nobody, Brother Cam. What you talking about? I ain't never killed nobody. But you, I'm not no murderer. Yeah, you might not have physically killed nobody, like in the story of Cain and Abel, but you'll kill spirit. You'll kill the ambition. You'll try to kill the idea, especially if it's somebody that's close to you. They come to you and they're talking about some of the things that they've been able to accomplish, some of their blessings, some of their wins, and here you go. Oh, well, how you doing with that little business of yours? Or, you know, um, yeah, well, you know, I could be doing the same thing, but I got this going on. You know what I mean? Like, you're not being genuinely happy for that person. Because really you feel a certain type of way because you really don't have nothing going on. <laughs> you, you really don't have nothing going on. And they got it, they got some things going on and you mad now. So you becoming jealous, jealous and envious of them. So you want to kill the idea. You want to kill their spirit. You want to kill their ambition to continue to go harder. So you might not physically kill nobody, no, but you will kill somebody in the spirit and you will kill their ambition to stop them from being able to move forward. That makes sense? Cain and Abel are two possibilities. So Abel is not just Abel for the sake of it, but the minister says that Abel means ability. Your ability. Abel showed ability. <laughs> he showed the ability to be pleasing to God. He showed the ability to work in his purpose. But the cane of self says, no, I don't like that. I don't like how you moving and I'm not moving the same way. So now I feel a certain type of way. 
many of our people don't realize and understand that their gifts come from Allah and that's why they don't acknowledge him. But when that gift is taken, now they want to call on and acknowledge Allah. That's an absolute fact, family. Absolutely. Shout out to Sister Giselle in the building. So I'm going to bring the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan back up to the stage so he can continue breaking this down for us. But I wanted to highlight that as it talks about abundance and the rich man. You know, we, we had another misunderstanding. We had another lapse in consciousness. And it's not really our fault because this is the way it was taught to us in Sunday school and in church. So the church and the way the pastor put it, he was making it sound like that. But if you become rich, you cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. That's not true. But you cannot rely on or lean on your finances to grant you entry into the kingdom of heaven. No, absolutely not. You have to give God your life. That means you have to die so that God can live in you. That's what that means. Let's go, brother minister. A rich man would give his riches, but himself he holds back. The greatest gift you can give to God is the gift of obedience of your will and submitting your will to do his will, then you have given it all. And when you give that to God, God accepts and rejoices and blesses. Now the cane of self. Mm, talk about the cane. Talk about the cane of self. Every time you get ready to give of yourself to God, the cane of self. Mm tries to interfere. Eh? And every time Cain wins, you lose your ability mm, write that down, to family. see, write that down. to think, to plan, to foresee. And that's why the righteous, the vision of the righteous is limited. Because their wickedness have crushed their ability to see. So they have eyes, but they can't see. Mm. Write that down, family. Write that down. The minister said every time the cane of self wins, it kills your ability. So now you can't see. This is why the righteous can't see. The minister said they have eyes, but they can't see. Because the cane of self has won. Each and every time. So make sure you write that down. The minister got bars. Minister dropping jewels, family. I, am I making myself clear? Yes, sir. Now, right within your own self-community, there's a battle going on. And these two opposite poles, the spiritual and the carnal, are at war with each other. And if the carnal is able to kill the spiritual, then the spiritual power is no more. You have no more spiritual ability to rise above the grave of your body. So your spirit is lost and buried in the flesh. And this flesh becomes your grave. You live for this. You can't ever grow beyond this. And that's why white folk are so sick. Because their mind is buried in their flesh. 
so they can only see white. I'm better not because I am better, I'm better because I'm white. That's a sick, diabolical mind that's buried in the flesh. See, when your mind is resurrected, mm. then you can see beyond the flesh. Yes, sir. Yes. When your mind is resurrected, you see spiritual things. Yes, and spiritual things are always greater than the carnal things. And that's why the scripture says the fruit of the spirit is love and peace and long suffering and patience and all of these wonderful characteristics. But the fruit of the carnal mind is envy, enmity, strife, jealousy. See, all of these things show that your ability, you've lost your ability because the Cain side of self is offering flesh but won't submit the will to do the will of God. Let's go on. Yes, sir. What time is it? 9.15. Can I have a few more minutes? Thank you. Mm, the minister was teaching. The minister was teaching, family. Listen, listen. Welcome to the Campaign TV Show. Thank you all for tuning in and, and tapping in. This is your brother, King Cam. I'm your host. And if you're uh, getting anything from this right now, if you're getting any impact, man, just drop a comment in the comment section. Let me know where you're from. Let me know how you found out about the podcast. We on all platforms, on Apple, we on Google, we on Spotify, so you can get the audio of this. It's going to be on those platforms later on in the week, so you can go and catch past episodes as well on Anchor, on Spotify, on uh, on iTunes. We on all that, family. So thank you all for your support and tuning in. The minister is talking to us about jealousy and envy and, and, and how the Cain and Abel story is not about just two brothers. The way they taught us in church, it was about two brothers. One of the brothers didn't like the other one and killed the other one in the field, but it never gave us the underlying meanings of what that really stood for. See, the Bible is a book that is filled with allegory and parables that give us life principles, guiding principles of truth, but we have to understand. So we thank Allah for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad for coming and giving us and, and, and peeling back the layers of this book. Because too often, a lot of us read this book, we can recite the verses and we can talk about all of the things that we may have read in it, but we really don't understand. We really don't have a grasp of what's going on because if we did, it will reflect in our lives. It will reflect in our community. It will reflect in the church. Hold on, hold on. It will reflect in the mosque. We wouldn't have all this foolishness going on in these holy houses if we really had a thorough understanding of the books. So we thank Allah for the teachers. Because the teachers help us to wrap our minds around what these scriptures are trying to tell us. So Cain and Abel is not just about two brothers, family. But Cain and Abel is about two possibilities. Your ability, which is Abel, in the Cain of self that kills the ability. I'm going to say it again. The ability, which is Abel, and the Cain of self, which kills your ability each and every time you think the way that Cain thought in the Bible. Does that make sense? Does that make sense, family? I appreciate you for all of those who are mentioning people in the comment section, getting more people in, making sure that you're commenting and tapping in. Shout out to Detroit, Michigan in the in the building. I certainly appreciate everybody. Listen, uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is going to continue to feed 
uh, into us. And I just want us to think about our personal lives right now. I want us to think about how we handle it when we see somebody we know that's being blessed. How do we handle that? What do we feel like? What is the feeling? Because if the feeling is that we are going to now ask that God, what's up with him not blessing us and start to feel away because that person is working in their gift. That's not the right attitude. That's the, that's the cane of self. And when the cane of self is allowed to win, it kills your ability. It kills your ability to see. It kills your ability to hear. It kills your ability to speak and to operate in your gift. And in the words of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, he says this. He says that we refuse to accept our own because we've been made blind, deaf, and dumb to the knowledge of self and kind by the devils when they were, which were we, were babies under slavery. That's just the facts. That's just the facts. Okay? So are you allowing the cane of self to operate or are you tapping into your ability so that you can be lifted higher in God's name? Okay? So let's go, Brother Minister. Get Brother Minister back on. And, and listen, if you're getting any impact, anything out of this, please share, 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 comment. Let us know what we got going on because we certainly appreciate the feedback. Let's go, Brother Minister. Now, look, Saul was the king. David was a little boy. David didn't know he was going to be king. David felt he was going to be a great man. Saul was the king. The people wanted Saul as the king, and he was the first great king of Israel. But as David began to grow, people began to watch the exploits of David and praise David. Saul has killed his thousands. David his tens of thousands. When Saul heard the people praising David more than him, mm. he became not jealous, but envious mm. of David. Heavy, heavy, heavy. David was such a faithful servant. Saul had a son named Jonathan. And Jonathan loved David. They got along well. And Jonathan told David that Saul didn't like him. Saul used to play music for David and calm him and rest his mind. But David got so jealous. I mean, Saul got so jealous of David. One day, he threw a spear at him, tried to kill him. And David knew it was time to hat up. <laughs> and David said, I'm out of here. <laughs> and, he went on, and he went on up in the hills. <laughs> but to prove the kind of man that David was, David slipped back into the camp. Saul was asleep. He could have killed Saul. But he loved his king. And he took Saul's, I think, knife or sword. 
and stuck it near his clothing just to show him if I wanted to kill you I could have done that but I love you I don't want any harm to come to you but do you think that changed the heart of Saul no it intensified his hatred he couldn't rest until David was dead. But God was with David. Yes, sir. And David ultimately replaced Saul. Saul kind of knew that David was going to be king even before David knew it. And he wanted to kill David because he didn't want David to take his place. Isn't that something? Now we could go on, there are stories like this all throughout the Bible to tell you what envy will do. Now Jesus had 12 disciples. And he said, I got 12 of you, but one of you is what? A devil. devil. An envious person is the worst kind of person because they will kill you. They will betray you into the hands of your enemy to see you in an uncomfortable position because they hate you not because you're bad but they hate you for being who and what you are because they want to be that themselves and they're not happy with you being that they want that for themselves and they want to take it from you and if they can't take it from you they will kill you so that you cannot exhibit that quality did you know that Judas was that kind of person here's where it slips out there is not a man that does not want to be loved by women except (laughs) except that maybe he has a little problem. <laughs> so <laughs> the minister boy is funny. But what the minister is talking about is also he talked about the story of David and uh, Saul. And again, as he mentioned, there are multiple stories throughout the Bible and throughout scripture that shows you what envy can do. Jesus and Judas, all of these type of stories envy 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 so it's very important that we discuss these type of things and the minister is such a beautiful teacher for bringing us these study guides and giving us this beautiful teaching that will allow us to be able to unveil these different human flaws that lie within us and how to deal with them properly because if we actually looked at the scriptures the bible and quran as a living word and not a word from 4,000, 2,000, 1,400 years ago, then we could take those same principles, lay it over ourselves and our lives in 2021, and you'll see those same situations play themselves out. So it's very important, family, that we are able to recognize this and understand the very importance of this. So I thought it was very, very um necessary that we have this discussion tonight and that we talked about what the 
truth behind the story of Cain and Abel is and how we can relate that to our daily lives. And it may not even be you and I family. It may not be somebody, uh, talking. I might not be talking to somebody directly, but it may be somebody that, you know, it may be somebody in your family. It may be a close friend or somebody that's going through the same situations. And we have to be able to highlight these different things so that we can deal with them accordingly. I certainly, uh, you know, think that it's necessary because, as we move towards more liberation, our people are waking up now. Our people are waking up. We're moving towards unity and coming together and doing something for ourselves. And we're going to have to deal with this jealousy and envy. Not necessarily jealousy, more so the envious. Because jealousy, as the minister mentioned early, early in this lecture, that jealousy comes out of love. But envy comes out of hate. Envy comes out of the disdain and the discouragement for that particular person, but specifically God for blessing that particular person with that certain ability. So as the minister said, they hate that they, that you show an ability and that you are what they think they should be. That's heavy. They, you are what they think they should be. And because they aren't what you are, and instead of taking it to the prayer rug, and instead of taking it to God, they want to and get obsessed and get angry and get carried away with you and ultimately look towards to kill you in order to stop you from exercising your ability. That's just real. Yes, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan makes it plain. Makes it super, super plain, family. So I am not going to hold you all no longer. I certainly appreciate you all for tuning in and uh, giving such beautiful feedback in the comment section. Shout out to Sister Giselle. Uh, Toronto in the building. We international on the campaign TV show. If you would like to donate, you can donate at the bottom. It's scrolling there where... You can donate via Cash App at the Dollar Sign Campaign TV Show or via PayPal to help us to continue to bring you broadcasts like this. You can check out the podcast audio on Google, on uh, on Apple iTunes, on Spotify, on Anchor. Those are some of the platforms that the, that the podcast is on. You can go back and catch past interviews, past podcasts and things that you can feed on to help us grow and to help give life to the dead and raise the dead to life with the life-giving teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So again, if you would like to donate, you can donate at the bottom of the screen. It's scrolling across. You can donate via Cash App, Dollar Sign, Campaign TV Show, or you can go via PayPal. And also, please support your brother with the latest book right here called The Enemy is the Enemy, Four Ways to Stop Self-Destructive Behavior. So as we learn today with the story of Cain and Abel, that it's not the outside forces, but it's the inside forces of self. It's the Cain of self that kills the able of self or kills the ability of self and stops us from being successful. So the enemy is the inner me. And you can purchase this book via my website, which is the enemy is the inner me. 
Dot-com. I'm going to put that in the comment section so that you're able to tap in. And that is called The Enemy is The Enemy.com. And Enemy with E is The Inner Me.com. You can purchase the book there. Or if you are following me on Instagram, you can hit the link in my bio and it'll take you right there. And you can patronize and get your book today. I sent out your book, Sister Giselle. I sent it out. I sent it out. So you should be getting it. It's gone. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure that you knew that it's gone. You understand me? So, uh, Brother Vaughn, shout out to Brother Vaughn in the building, man. Uh, I'm going to be on his show uh, coming up June 19th. You want to shop, uh, make sure that you uh tapping into the Rockwell show, to the Rockwell radio show family, um, because I am going to be on there June the 19th discussing the book. And also talking about hip-hop and the culture with my brother, DJ Rockwell, a.k.a. Brother Vaughn. So listen, he patronized the book, and he definitely made sure he gave me some excellent feedback. So I appreciate you, Brother Vaughn, for that. Um, let's see. Anybody else in the comment section? Kane is a cannot. Able is an ability. Absolutely. The enemy is the enemy. That's right, Sister Giselle. Your book is on the way. Yep, Absolutely. Yep, Lakita Carter, yep, the enemy is the enemy, absolutely. So I appreciate you all for making sure that you tapped in with your brother and supporting what we got going on. We got I got some new products that's going to be coming out. We're going to be teaching people how to start podcasts, teaching you how to grow your following online, teaching you how to make some money online while we going through this COVID and, you know, while the landscape for businesses are changing and everything is moving digital, I'm going to show you how you can grow your tribe and how you can monetize online. So we're going to be going ahead and put that together for you as well. So, you know, I certainly um, am appreciative. Shalom to the family. I'm certainly appreciative, uh, you know, of all of the supporters uh, that come through and, and chop it up with us every week. We got some dope interviews that's going to be coming up. Uh, in the near future and uh, upcoming weeks. So, you know, I stay tuned to that. Stay tapped into my social media because we're going to be posting the flyer, you know, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, so make sure that you stay tuned. We got some dope interviews that's going to be coming up. And uh, yeah, so I leave you, family, in the greeting words of peace as we say it in the Arabic language. And may Allah continue to bless you with the light of understanding as I leave you in peace. Assalamu alaikum.